Hi, I'm Cliff Hedges. Welcome to my podcast, Pastor Cliff's Notes. Our purpose is to work through the Bible, look at the Word of God with the purpose of walking closer with God. We can't follow Christ without knowing what Christ is saying to us. So that's our purpose. We're working through the Word of God. We're looking at John's letter to a group of churches in the area of Ephesus. We're looking at 1 John. And today, we're looking at 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, and this is episode 4 of the podcast. Well, let's uh, follow along. Let's read this passage together out of 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. John says, If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. This is building on what John has already been saying. He gave his purpose of the letter back in verse 3. He said the purpose of his letter is so that you can have fellowship with God through Christ and have fellowship with us. So this is his purpose. So you can have a relationship with God and you can have a relationship with other believers. How does this work? How do I have fellowship with God? Well, that's what we call the gospel, the explanation of how to have a relationship with God. The, the essence of the gospel is we're separated from God because of sin. Sin carries a death penalty. But the good news is Jesus took that death penalty himself when he died on a cross. And he makes possible forgiveness of sin. And when we go to God in faith, faith of what Jesus did on the cross, confess our sin, repent, which just means to turn, turn from sin and self, turn to God, and ask him for forgiveness, he will forgive us and adopt us as his children. Now we're in a relationship, a relationship with God, and by extension, a relationship with other followers of Christ. So that's, that's the purpose, is uh, so that you can have this fellowship with God through Christ. Then last time we looked at verse 5, where John says, God is light, and there is no darkness at all in him. So he's building on that. The purpose is so you can have fellowship with God through Christ, fellowship with one another, and you better boil it down to the bottom line. God is light, and there is no darkness. So now, he says, well, if we say we have fellowship with him, that is God, but we walk in darkness, we're lying and not practicing the truth. Then he contrasts that to if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So the contrast here is what I say versus what actually is reality. And so he's pointing out someone says they have fellowship with God versus the reality in verse 7 of they actually do have fellowship with God. So he uses some strong language here. He says, if someone says that I have a relationship with God yet is walking in darkness, that person is lying. And, and that's because he just said, God is light. There is no darkness in him. So I can't have fellowship with God and walk in darkness. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't work that way. So if I say I have fellowship with God, but I'm really walking in darkness, I am a liar. So that's strong language that John uses. And it, with good reason, because what I'm saying is false. I cannot have a relationship with God and still walk in darkness. 
But if I really do walk in the light, he says, then I have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, I've got to make sure we get our cause and effect uh, correct here. He doesn't say, if I do the right things, then I will be forgiven of sin. What he says is that doing the right thing, walking in the light, is the evidence that I have been forgiven of sin. So the forgiveness of sin is the cause of walking in the light. It's also the cause of the fellowship of one another. The real issue here is, am I walking in darkness or walking in light? Now, too often we, uh, we phrase questions incorrectly. And we ask questions or, you know, ask ourselves, am I saved or am I a Christian? And my answer would be based on something from the past. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. Therefore, I am saved. I am a Christian. Now, is there anything wrong with this? No, no, it's all true. But it may miss something because that's based on my perception of what I did sometime in the past. The Gospel of Matthew has some, uh, well, disturbing words. Uh, Jesus says, and this is in uh, Matthew 7, 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. And on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers. So that's uh, that's scary words. He says, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, not even those who did miracles, those that uh, prophesied, those who did all the right things, many of them I'll say, I never knew you. So the question there, does Christ know me? That would go back to that question of, uh, am I walking in darkness or walking in light? Now, this isn't meant to, you know, probably scare you one and say, well, you, maybe you're not really a, a follower of Christ. It is a challenge. The challenge is, am I walking in darkness or walking in light? And the point that John is making here is, the, the answer to that question isn't based on what I say. It's based on what I do. Is there actual evidence in my life that I'm a follower of Christ? What he basically is saying here, if I had to reword verse 6, he's saying that uh, if you say you're a follower of Christ, but you're not following Christ, you're lying. You're not speaking the truth. You're, You're making a claim, but there's no evidence of that. And so the question I would then ask myself, well, is there evidence that I'm a follower of Christ? If somebody were to follow me around and spy on me and watch what I do, would they see evidence that I'm a follower of Christ? Regardless of what I claim, is there evidence of a transformation that has taken place in my life and is continuing to take place in my life? Is there evidence of change? Am I living like everybody else in the world? Or am I living as a follower of Christ? Am I walking in darkness or walking in light? So if I had to you know, ask some self-questions, what's following Christ look like? I would say, well, okay, what purposes define me? What is it that causes me to, 
to do anything, what motivates me to get up in the morning and pursue the things that I pursue throughout the day. What's, what is my purpose? Is it to serve self and the things that I want, or is it to serve God? Now, none of us is perfect, but the challenge there is where, where's God in that definition of purpose in my life? I could say, what are, what are the affections of my heart? Or what do I really want? What is it that uh, really lights me up? And what am I really pursuing? Am, am I trying to make myself happy? Or am I trying to make God happy? What are the priorities of my life? A question there would be, well, you know, what are your top five goals in your life? Well, it's to you know, excel in my job and get a promotion and uh, develop skills. It's uh, to develop my portfolio and get things ready for retirement someday. It's to uh, build the perfect house. Would the idea of growing in Christ make the top five? Growing in Christ through his word. Growing in Christ through prayer. Growing in Christ through service. So what are my goals? Have I even got any intentional goals about my relationship with God? One of the things he says here in verse 7, says, if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. This is a challenging question. He says, if we're walking in the light, then we do have fellowship with one another. Turn that around. If the fellowship with fellow believers is either not there or is in trouble, that says I'm having some issues with walking in the light. I may not be in as a high a wattage of light as I might ought to be. So it's a, a good diagnostic question there. What's my relationship with other believers? What's my relationship with the church? I know I'll probably step on some toes here, but I am going to mention church. The basic unit of human relationship is the family. The basic unit of Christian relationship is the church. The diagnostic question there is, how is my relationship with the church? And that has two meanings. One is the universal church, that is all believers who have ever lived and will ever live comprise the, the universal church, but also a local church. Do I have a relationship with a local church? And say, well, I don't like organized religion. Yeah, one man said to me once, uh, I've given up on organized religion. I said, well, you'll love us. So think about that. But the, the point there is, Churches are not perfect. In fact, churches have problems because churches are full of sinful, corrupt, uh, messed up people, including me. And churches are led by sinful, corrupt, messed up people. Churches have issues. But so do families. But we don't give up on family because families have issues. We, we do our best to, to build families, to support families. And so... Church is God's idea. God said, gather together as the church. God said, organize the church with elders and deacons and teachers. These are things that, that God invented. Now, we do our best sometimes to mess them up, but the, the challenge there is, are you in a church? Are you growing in a church? Are you part of a church? And if not, why? Fellowship with one another 
comes out of walking in the light. And so if my fellowship with one another is, is not, not good, that says that uh, I'm not walking in the light. Walking is a verb, not a label. We often like labels. I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a Baptist, I'm a this, I'm a that. But walking is a verb. It's an action. And, and so the question there is, what direction are you moving? And what is illuminating your path? Am I moving in the direction that God would have me move in? And is he illuminating my path? Or am I just going in my own direction and based on what I know is what's guiding me as I go? Thanks for joining me as we're walking through 1 John, looking at the foundations of what it means to be a follower of Christ.